All right, guys, welcome to the show. So it's been a while for us. Uh, we have not been able to get together. Sadly, we've had a issue, or at least I'll, I'll say I had an issue with just some sinuses and stuff last week. Not COVID, had COVID. This wasn't COVID. Uh, just some, you know, sinuses, changing of the seasons, not much fun. So it wasn't really up to recording last week, but here we are. We're going to get to play uh, a lot of catch up. But hey, across the screen from me is my boy, JJ. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Excellent, man. I'm glad you could join me. I know you enjoy uh, getting to do this and taking your Four pot shots at Uncle Chris. Four in a row. Four in a row, but that's all right. When uh, he's hope- not sick, come back and do your job. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, hopefully he'll start <laughs> to uh, get feeling better soon. He's been uh, under the weather, sadly, uh, but hopefully he'll be good to go soon. So, hey, before we get into because we're you and I, we're going to play a lot of catch up because it's been two weeks since we've been able to record. Oh, so wow. A lot has happened. Uh, NBA trade deadline, NFL free agency has started, the, the NCAA tournament, March Madness has occurred, and is, you know we're into the Sweet 16 as of today. Uh, but there's just a lot of stuff going on. But before we get too far into this, I want to make sure we get the important stuff out of the way, okay? okay All so right. We have to make sure that everyone understands that when you and I did the NBA All-Star Draft, we took our team to get our own draft. I definitely had the better draft taking LeBron and Steph Curry and Joel Embiid no, and those guys. Oh, I had the better draft without question. I had oh, a no. better team without question. If I have to, I'll go pull up the records right now so we can discuss who had who and all that kind of stuff. Do I need to do oh, that? Do I, I can need to- pretty much remind. I pretty much remember the majority of who I had. Yeah, you had. I still think I had the better draft. I there's no question that I had the better draft, dude. I have the best player in the league on my team. That was LeBron. I also think 2K is inaccurate. Oh well, see, that's what I was trying to tell everybody is that we play. <laughs> we put those rosters together on 2K because we said we were going to do. It. We put it together. You and I played head to head on 2K. Who has? <sighs> who owns 2K? Both of us. I don't. I don't have it. James has it. and You have it. You use it. Nah. Off of James on yours. So you have the game, and yet the old man went in there with his better team and beat you. By four points. So maybe that's ain't something. By one doesn't matter. Win (laughs) is a win, baby. Win is a win. What are you talking about? If Giannis doesn't miss a layup, I think I win. Giannis missed a layup. With Steph Curry in his way, it was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Steph Curry, <laughs> his amazing defense stopped. That's, that's what everybody needs to know. Okay, that's either that's how bad your two K game is, or uh, oh, I am terrible at. 2K. I just had the better team by far. I'm terrible at two K. Ah, oh, whatever, whatever. I just but that's to, so true. Every, I just wanted everybody to know that we played head to head and I won. So there you go. That's what's up. <laughs> So, yeah, JJ and I are rocking the, the shirts today. I can't really show it very well, but we actually have, like, uh, some shirts for a little bit, yeah. So we that red spot. Make those for us. It was a nice gesture from them to make those. Yeah, yours has uh, a pizza stain on it. Fantastic. Thank you for showing the world your pizza stain. The first day wearing it. Yeah, first day wearing it, you get a pizza stain. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so look, uh, right now, We'll we'll just have to go ahead and admit that this show is probably going to be so long, we'll have to cut it up into some segments. So the first segment we're going to hit today, we're going to talk about the uh, some some what's going on with the NCAA. All right, so we know we're in March Madness uh, today. The Sweet Sixteen is happening. We've already seen uh, Loyola Marymount lose to Oregon State. 
Uh, I'm trying to see who else is playing at this moment. I haven't. I'll be honest with you. I have not kept up with it well enough. I this my is bracket blown by so far. Do what? This is blown by so far. It is blown by so, so many fast. upsets. Uh, okay, so let's see. All right. So oh, I was about to look at the wrong part. I was <laughs> I was seeing Mississippi State and Louisiana Tech here on my uh, sheet of scores, and I'm going, they're not in the Sweet 16, but that's the NIT. All right, so, so far, uh, two games have already been played. So, Baylor beat Villanova. Baylor's moving on. Hey, uh, I called that. Did you? Okay. Oregon State beat Loyola. No one – I don't – I, I want to know who the person who had that game called Oregon and Oregon State and Loyola because I know for sure I, I did not have that. And then right now, Oral Roberts is playing Arkansas and has a four-point lead with about four minutes to go. And then uh, Syracuse and Houston – I must say Houston. Houston. Houston, Yeah. Houston will play later on tonight. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I have, I have not kept up with it whatsoever. <laughs> I still hold firm that Gonzaga is probably going to win it all. If Gonzaga does not win it, I will be utterly shocked. Um, if they don't win it, I want Oral Roberts to. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That would be amazing. I've never you, heard that school. Until to see a Christian school get that far and win. That would be amazing. So, uh, yeah, I'll take that. I won't pretend like I'm paying very close attention now because I'm extremely biased when it comes to uh, college basketball. Uh, once Carolina was out, I kind of just quit watching. And uh, ever since Carolina got out of that tournament, everything seems like it's just gotten worse uh, for them. So let's, let's discuss that for a minute, okay? So what we've seen since the season has ended, uh, the five-star freshman who looked like had a very promising future in Walker Kessler, who played pretty limited minutes this year. Um, he has decided to transfer. Uh, there's, there's a few rumors of where he might go. I've, uh, I've seen Michigan, Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky. I know Duke has called, but I don't think he's going to go there. There's, there was also a rumor at one point about him possibly going to Gonzaga. I don't know. Mm. Uh, there was one rumor that he's got a friend of his, a uh, really close friend that apparently is either currently at Auburn or considering Auburn or something like that, and that he might end up going there trying to team up with his best friend. I can't blame him for that. I am highly, highly, highly disappointed that he left Carolina because, I mean, yeah. he came on strong at the end of the season. So um, I, I didn't get the reason why he left. I still don't understand it. Uh, hopefully, maybe one day we'll, we'll uh, get a better understanding. I know that he just said it was uh, something he felt was right for him. I don't know. I don't understand it. I'm not trying to judge the kid. Uh, I just know that if you're going to a school that develop develops big men, there are few schools better in America yeah. that develop big men like Roy Williams. Um, he hasn't done great with the guards as of late. <laughs> but you know, he's, he's put a couple in the NBA. I can't, I can't say too much about that. You know, Kobe. Yeah, but recently, the people who go to the NBA aren't the best. Kobe White's playing fantastic. You can't say that. He's doing very good. Everyone else? Cole Anthony's doing very good. Everyone else? Who? JJ? Name Are one. We just including guards. That's what you just said. The guards that uh, he sends. So I name said one. everyone else. Who? Be specific. Every player to come out of Carolina to go. Like Okay. Obviously, you have no idea what you're talking about. Justin you, Jackson. Yes, he's a role player. Cam Johnson's also a role player. Tony Bradley. 
just got traded after he was finally getting minutes. He didn't get used in Utah. He was backing up Rudy Gobert. He was blowing it up a week ago when Embiid went out, and he was having an unbelievable, like a career breakout year. And then he just got traded to OKC. I mean, he literally. Got traded just, to OKC. Yeah, oh, I didn't he just hear got that traded. trade. He just got traded. So he Roy's developing players. Tony Bradley left after basically being a sixth man off the bench. He never even got a chance to truly star at Carolina. He was like the last pick of the first round the year he came out. So he didn't even get a chance to fully develop there. What year was that? Uh, it was just after the last championship. So what, 17? Yeah. Something like that. He won. Uh, he was there for the title in 17, I believe. Okay, so. I think so, or maybe it was the year before. And then we had uh, Dayron Sharp has decided to go pro. Had an unbelievable freshman year. Showed high Probably motor. Good yeah, he showed a high motor, and you know he had to uh, capitalize on that while he could, uh, because we've seen when you don't do that, like James Michael McAdoo did that year, to where he looked amazing, looked like he could go first round, and then he ended up staying, and his stock fell to the point where he wasn't even drafted. So it's probably a good move on Sharp's point to capitalize while he can because the NBA is all about um, basically what you look like in the future, not what you look like now. Basically, you have to show you have some promise, and if you you stay too long, they figure you out, and then they don't. Basically, you don't get drafted very high. And then also, we saw uh, Sterling Manley uh, is going to graduate, and he is going to transfer out with two years remaining. He's going to go find somewhere where he can play uh, more minutes. So. Carolina That's is also probably good news. I, I don't know, man. If he can, if he's healthy, he's very talented. Very talented. We could use him. Oh, we could have definitely used him this year. The problem is, is can he stay healthy? So I'm hoping that he has a tremendous final two years of college. I hope he gets a chance to blow it up wherever he ends up. I really do. I hope he finds a place where he can get a lot of minutes and a, a lot of chance to show who he is as a player. Because he didn't get a lot of that at Carolina. Now, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he stayed injured. I mean, he basically yeah. missed the last two seasons. So, uh, we also saw that Caleb Love has decided to return. I'm, I'm very excited about that. We definitely need him. I know you're not a Love fan for some reason. I know we need him, but he can't shoot. Well, that's not his job. His job is but to he, play point guard, but not But he shoot. acts like it. No, he doesn't. He shoots he when shoots. the offense requires it. Now, did he have drives at the end of the season that were kind of a bad idea, especially the game against Wisconsin where he was driving in on three guys? Sure, but he was trying to make something happen because basically they sucked that game against Wisconsin, the entire team. He looked so good in the beginning. Didn't he look like an average player well, throughout the rest of the year, unless it, we played Duke? It was. It's called development. He's learning how to develop. And so he only played one year of college. We'll see how he does. So uh, we know he's coming back, hopefully – Everyone else is coming back, but we're still waiting on word for Baycott, uh, what he's going to do, if he's going to decide to go pro or if he's going to come back. Go pro. Draft stock's going to fall. <laughs> right. Well, it, it would be a smart idea for him to just go ahead and go pro. Um, but we'll, we'll see what he does. I have no understanding as to why he would come back. It, it would not benefit him NBA-wise for him to come back, but – Maybe he just wants to. I don't know. And then technically, uh, the seniors, Brooks and Playtech, potentially could come back. You know, the NCAA has given an extra year 
So in theory, they could come back. Um, I, unless you just really, really love playing at Carolina, I have no idea why they would. Uh, there's no question in my mind that neither one of these players is an NBA caliber player. They're, they're just not. Uh, Garrison, I, I appreciate him so much for the four years that he, he's given Carolina. It's been great. <laughs> he came in when Carolina was uh, under the cloud, under that investigation. The NCAA let that drag out way too long. That was the punishment that they tried to put on. Carolina was holding that cloud over him so long because they knew they had nothing else. So they tried to do that. Uh, they, they forced that issue. So Garrison comes in, uh, he decommits. I can't even remember where he decommitted from Auburn or something like that. He decommits from there and he decides to come to Carolina when the, when a slot opened up and he jumped on it and he came in and he, he played four fairly solid years. He came in as the ACC preseason player of the year. Definitely did not live up to that. That's kind of a, it's a high mark to put on to somebody. Um, they did that because his numbers last year were so good, but his numbers last year were so good is because they didn't have a lot of talent. <laughs> I mean, let's just we didn't have it. a day on chart. <laughs> no, we did not have that. He had Baycott with him, but uh, Baycott would play decent last year, but he wasn't amazing last year, but he was much better this year. He was definitely the heart and soul of that front line. So uh, I, unless Brooks is hoping to improve his draft stock, which I don't think there is any, He's about six nine. He's not a um, he's not a guy who can jump out of the building. His jumpers on his jumpers average. He plays a little too soft, in my opinion. Uh, especially at the end of the year, he played way too soft when he would be going to the rim. He was not going hard, and because of that, he was shut down easily. So I do not believe that he has any potential for the uh, NBA. Obviously, Playtech does not. But both of these guys could potentially, you know, try to go to Europe and make a few bucks while they still can. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that's if I'm, if I was Brooks, that's what I would do probably. I'd unless stay he, this final year. Unless he just, you know, loves Carolina that much that he wants to play an additional year. But I, I just think that they both will probably leave. So that means that Carolina is going to be looking hardcore at some, at some transfers because we're going to definitely have to find. Uh, a minimum of one more big man or yeah. or we're going to have to go to a whole different style of lineup which I'll be honest with you I'm not uh I'm not utterly opposed to the kind of a lineup that we've seen uh Duke go to more the last few years which is a uh, one in four out style where we're running uh one big man and maybe four guards we saw that a while back when uh James Michael McAdoo was running basically he was the five he's at the size of basically a three as far as his height and weight, he was six eight and running a five, and he had a very up tempo style. Uh, they had PJ Hairston, who was a six five, two hundred twenty pound guard, who was basically playing the four, and we we ran it on people that we we put a hurting on Duke in Cameron that year because we spread the floor and we were shooting so well. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I would not be opposed to that. Think think about that lineup on the floor at one time, JJ. So you got <clears throat> say say you got R.J. Davis. Francis, Caleb Love, Leakey, and we'll say Baycott's back at the moment, and you got Baycott at the five. Okay? so Leakey it, can't shoot. No, he can't shoot. But he also is not going to bang in the post, which means he's going to spread it out. He's going to stand in the corner, 
because he is a that's a shorter mm-hmm. three point shot. You put him in the corner. You put okay. Francis in the other corner. You've got Davis and Love at the top, and then you've got Baycott in the middle. Okay. If you now, this is completely against all Carolina's current offense, the same offense they've been running since Dean Smith was there. It'd be great to update that at some point to look more like the 20th century. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to see more of an updated offense. But say say they go that route, and we do four small, one big. Now, if they collapse and double team on Baycott, Baycott's got four guys he can pass to. And their job at that point is either to drive and create or their job is to hit an open jumper. Now, I know that Francis is a marginal shooter. He's getting better. Davis is a good shooter. Love is streaky. And Leaky, he's not a good shooter. But, you know, he – say you switch Leaky and put Mike Walter or Walton. What was his name? Kerwin Walton? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Say, say you play – yeah, it's a good point. I, I, should re, I should recant my statement. You don't start – Francis, you start Walton. Walton's an app. You absolutely should start Walton without doubt. Uh, Kerwin Walton put him in a, up at the top, you know, love in a corner or something like that. I mean, you could, you could definitely have some shooters right there, but you have to play leaky just for his length and his defense to play Good against point, the four. Yeah. You can't put Walton playing against the four. He's too small. Um, but I, I could see that potentially happen if they're not able to uh, land a few things as far as transfers. I'm not even sure what's available. I know I saw um, I saw a big man from Wisconsin has decided he's going to transfer, but I don't know what that does for us. I don't I don't know if he's a guy that we're interested in. I have no clue. Uh, as far as I know, there's no like unless they unless someone else knows about it, and they could let me know. I don't know if there's a site that has just guys in the transfer portal. If you can see the site that has the transfer portal, so you can <laughs> see kind of who's out there and available. Because I would love to look at that just to see who's transferring. I know uh, Duke's have Duke's got two guys that are transferring and leaving. Michigan State was pretty excited to get some sort of point guard that was transferring that apparently everybody wanted, but I don't know. All right, so that's that's kind of what we have going on. We're very biased when it comes to college basketball. We love Carolina and not anybody else. Uh, so if it's not Oral <laughs> Roberts at this point winning at all, I almost don't. Yeah, cheer. <laughs> right. I'm cheering for Oral Roberts. Exactly. Um, so let's go to the, uh, NBA. So we just got, um, the trade deadline just occurred. So we're going to, man, we're just going to hit a Big few of these trades. There were, there were more trades that happened this year from what I understand. And then in like the last 20 years at the trade deadline, it was mm. pretty ridiculous. Okay. So I'm going to just name a few and you tell me what you think. Okay. So the nuggets trade for Aaron Gordon. What do you think about him being on that roster with? Mm-mm. So say he's starting. So what? What's the roster there? That uh, would be like Murray. There's Porter. Yep. Junior. There was Millsap and Jokic. Oh, and they traded Gary Harris. They traded Gary Harris. So I got no idea. So who I don't know where Gordon would fit in that. Uh, he's probably going to play the four. So you're going to put Porter at the two. No, Porter's at the three. So you're probably going to have to add another guard. Millsap's probably going to be coming off the bench at this point. Mm. That's just where he is career-wise. I think Millsap's better. To be <laughs> no, not at this point. There's no question he's not. I better. know he's super old, but I don't think Aaron Gordon. I mean, I don't. Right. I don't want to use the word super old because he's definitely younger than I am. <laughs> I definitely don't want to use the word super. All right, fine. He's Al Al Horford. He's coming to the end of his career. Yeah, that that that's still hurtful. You mean? All right. So the Celtics, <laughs> uh, they get Evan Fournier. 
They give up Jeff Teague and second one. round picks. I think that's a that's a pretty decent pickup for them. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Um, I know that Kimba and Marcus Smart are still going to start in the backcourt, but bringing Fournier off the off the bench as far as like a, a shooter off the bench, I think that's a good move. Uh, the Heat get Victor Oladipo, giving up Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley. I, I don't think that's a bad move. I don't. I don't. I know it's a rental because Oladipo is going to be a free agent. <laughs> so we'll see if how they that can goes. turn their season around. Yeah, maybe. They need. Jay, I, I saw Jalen Rose said that he now thinks that the. Did he say that Heat were favorites in the East or like maybe his favorite team or something like that? But I I don't agree with that at all. I think Philly. Philly uh, yeah, if good. Philly if Philly's healthy, they've looked really good this year. Um, Doc Rivers. Yeah. JJ Redick gets traded from the Pelicans to the Mavs for basically a, a handful of guys and cash. Uh, if he can shoot, he's definitely getting to the tail end of his career. This one uh, surprised me. The Clippers traded to get Rondo. They gave up Lou Williams. So they gave up the scoring off their bench to get the leadership. I like that one. Do you? Why? Rondo was a very good defender. He's a very good defender. And I he's think that good. like that's a great duo, Beverly Rondo, same lineup. Nah, I, but neither of them can shoot. That's what I was about to say. You got two guys right there that neither one of them can shoot. Just use Paul George. He might make it. Okay, so three guys that can't shoot. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know that if you if you've listened to the show at all, you know that I am not a PG guy. Neither uh, am so I, but I mean. Rondo. Rondo brings the leadership that Kawhi Leonard has definitely not brought to the table. Uh, Kawhi Leonard has shown that he is definitely not a leader. He's just a good basketball player, so they had to bring in a guy who actually He's runs the quiet guy in the room. Do what? He's the quiet guy in the room. Yeah, but That's you, not your leader. Yeah, but you're paying him the kind of money like you pay a LeBron. So you're so expecting him to be <laughs> like a LeBron as far as leadership on the team. That's when you get paid the most amount of money on a, on a team, you are expected to be the leader. I think that that's fair when you pay. Man, I guess so. You, all right. So I'm using NFL reference here. All right. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, they're the highest paid players on their team. Would you not consider them to be the most influential leaders in that room? I mean, yeah. Exactly. To me, I think of it as age. I mean, they got more experience. Who? Well, Rondo's a lot older than Kawhi. Yeah, but Rondo's also got championship pedigree. He's won a couple. I mean, he was the starting point guard for the Celtics that year. They beat the Lakers and won the title. Yeah, and then he more just won last year with the the Lakers. So he he's got the leadership that they're looking for. Javale McGee uh, goes to the Nuggets for a guy that I've never heard of. So that's just a move where the Cavs were trying to capitalize and get a couple second rounders, and Javel goes mm. to a contender. So that's pretty good. Javel. This is a, a three-team trade. So there was Ooh. a trade with the the Bulls, the Celtics, and the Wizards all at once. And let's just go ahead and say that every guy that's listed in this trade does not matter, except for <laughs> the Bulls get Daniel Tice from the Celtics. I was kind of shocked about that's that. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked. The Celtics got another shooter in Cornette and maybe a stretch four with Wagner. I don't know. But the rest of the guys are uh, inconsequential. I saw that uh, my Hornets 
traded and got Brad Wanamaker from the Warriors for a second round pick and I think maybe some money. Um, but I think the Warriors also sent a second round pick to the Hornets. So we'll see how that goes. That's fine. <laughs> but that that move is all about the fact that LaMelo broke his wrist and could be out for the rest of the year or maybe oh, the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm very upset about that. That was my rookie of the year pick, and he was definitely winning rookie of the year. James Wiseman. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, bandwagon Warriors fan. Hey, I just want to say. On that video of me, you, you, and Uncle Chris, we all picked our draft picks. I got the most right with one. You, you got one more right pick than us? <laughs> oh, no, wait. Are you saying that none of us got a pick right except for you? <laughs> yeah. yeah well. You have Melo and Anthony Edwards switched. Except for you. You put in Gaku. I did, man. I bought into the hype. I bought into the hype that, they, that he was going to be flying up the draft stock, and he ended up falling, I think, a little bit and ended up going to – I think he ended up going like five or six and going to Atlanta and haven't heard from him since. Um, but that's that it, it is what it is. Uh, the Blazers trade, they get Norman Powell. Uh, the Raptors gave up Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. I was a little surprised by this trade. Now, at this point, Rodney Hood is literally just okay. Rodney Hood, I can understand, but Gary Trent looked all right. Yeah, well, he played great in the bubble, so um, I don't know what happened, but Norman Powell apparently has been playing good, and there was already a joke running on Twitter where um, I guess he played his first game for the Blazers, and they were already talking about retiring his jersey because he did that good in his first game. I'm like, man, that's, that is such a fan move. Oh, so glad we got him, you know, but whatever. We'll see how that goes. And then another big trade. There was an absolute fire sale going on in Orlando. Orlando gets rid of Fournier. Uh, Aaron Gordon, and then they get rid of their best player. Uh, they Nikola. trade and and then they also get rid of Al, Al Farouk Aminu, and they send him to the Bulls in exchange for uh, Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two first-rounders. I get it from the Bulls' perspective. Zach Levine is playing like a monster. They finally <laughs> look like they could be a uh, playoff team. Lori Markkinen might be playing halfway decent for the first time in his career. Yeah. Uh, might be finally living up to the hype. Vucevic might be his replacement. Who's that? For a worry marketing. Vucevic might just replace him. He's not going to replace him. Marketing is playing the four. He's a stretch four. Vucevic is – that's how they've been playing marketing his entire career is a stretch four. So, but now you've got both Vucevic and marketing up there as your front court. They can both shoot the three. So now you can – yeah, so now you got Kobe White, Zach Levine. I don't know who else they have on their squad at this point. I'll be honest. I wish I could tell you I, I knew the Bulls roster that well, but that was a great trade from their point. Um, shout out to the Magic for cashing in while they could, getting rid of Vucevic while they could. Yeah. Getting two two more first-rounders. Uh, you know what I'm hoping? You know, I know that they got Wendell Carter, and Wendell Carter's going to play some minutes without question. He's earned his minutes. I'm hoping we can finally see Mo Bamba. I mean, they wrote yes. a song about this Joker. I want to see Mo Bamba actually play. <laughs> uh, I want to see him actually on the court. I know he hasn't been completely healthy his whole career, but I want to see him out there actually doing something and uh, providing some minutes and showing everybody why he was actually drafted. So I just I gotta get your take, man. Your your uh your team. You're you're a bandwagon guy. You know you're a, you're a Warriors bandwagon fan. You know I, I would like to say the four seventy thirty nine. Before 70 during. <laughs> yeah, whatever. 
You were you, oh okay, so you're saying you were a fan of them before they before. set the all-time win record, single-season win record. Before. <laughs> okay, yeah, but not until they started winning championships, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't understand the statement or question. You didn't become a fan until they started winning championships. I don't know. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. I hear you. I don't All remember right, so your last Warriors. year. Your Warriors are sitting in 10th place, 22 and 24. Steph Curry's uh, missed the last game. Is going to miss another game Monday. Missed the last four. Yeah. Uh, so I know that they're they're missing him right now. Uh, Wiseman may be the future. They may try to do something. He looks good. They held on to Oubre. I was kind of shocked by that. So they're definitely they held he's on to right. Oubre. Wiggins is playing. Eh, he's playing okay. He's Curry Wiggins. when he's healthy is amazing. So they're definitely pushing to try. To, if they kept Oubre, they're trying to make the playoffs this year. If we That's make it. playoffs, Curry for MVP. <laughs> he's definitely not going to get MVP. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> um, I know that they changed the playoff format. They have a play-in game. So I saw that. They're. There's this, they're in the playoffs now as far as in the playoff game at this moment. So look, maybe they can do that. Uh, my Hornets are sitting at fourth in the East. Now, if they were in the West. Lucky. Let me see this. They're in the East. They're 23 and 21, and they're sitting at fourth in the East. If they were in the West, they would be the eighth place team. They They would push the Spurs out of the playoffs. Mm, I um, think you go farther than that. I think you pushed the Lakers out too. No, the Lakers are still sitting at four. They're twenty nine and seventeen. Wow. LeBron hasn't missed that many games yet, but that's actually going to be a factor. They were pushing to get Kyle Lowry, and they weren't able to get him. Uh, they wanted him for some reason. Thirty five year old point guard. I not like Lowry. I'm not a big Lowry guy either, but he did help help Toronto win a ring when Kawhi was there. Um. So I know the Lakers were making a push for him, but I also know the Lakers are now trying to push to see if they can land Andre Drummond, just like everybody else is trying to land Andre Drummond right now because he's he's going to be a buyout, and I know he's getting wine and dined. If he has not already been bought out, that's going to be a thing. But I'm hoping my Hornets can uh, string something together to actually make the playoffs for the first time in, like, a while. It's not the board. And it, uh, as we were starting to record this, uh, Chris texted me and said that uh, – Marcus Aldridge has been bought out by the Spurs. We knew that was coming. We knew it happened. Um, but instead of signing with the Heat as expected, he has instead signed with the Nets. Super team. Uh, I don't know. It's an aging super team. Uh, so you, you've got Blake Griffin starting at the four. DeAndre like Jordan. That. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan starting at the five. Now you got LaMarcus Aldridge coming off the bench. Um I'm not sure what we can provide for them at this point. So that's kind of a uh, uh, so interesting setup. But as Chris in his last text to me about this, Marcus is ring chasing. I mean, that's all this is. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, which I don't blame guys when they when they accept a buyout and in this kind of a situation, yeah. you should definitely put yourself uh, in any sort of situation where you have a chance to win a championship. Because otherwise, what's the point? You're getting paid. <laughs> I mean, you're getting paid. He's already received. He's I mean, rich he's, as can be. He's he's made money. Now, granted, I if I had a chance to make more money, I would make more money. But if I could also <laughs> have a chance to make more money and win a ring, that's what I would so want say to say I did it. Yeah, absolutely. Just to be able to say uh, that happened. 
So that's kind of what we've seen going on. We're we're very biased as far as our sports coverage. I won't I won't argue with that. We only cover football and basketball. I don't know enough about baseball. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to argue with you on anything as far as the rules or understanding of hockey because I just don't get it. I, I want to see the Hurricanes win. Sure. Go win, Gretzky. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> there's, there's an old <laughs> reference. But uh, so now we're gonna uh, jump over to the NFL. Okay, so since the last time we were able to get together and talk, um, I had uh, what I refer to as a Patriots therapy session where I discussed how uh, frustrated I was the fact that the Patriots decided to re-sign Cam Newton for a one-year deal. Thank God it was only a one-year deal. That makes um, me as frustrated as my brother does. Yes, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big – I'm not a Cam guy. I've just, I never have been, but I will say this. Sir fumbles a lot. Get on the bench. What? Sir fumbles a lot. Get on the bench. I I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Your Sir face fumbles. is worth it. He fumbled one time in a game that we lost, but I, I get what you're trying to say. All right, so let's just run through a couple of these highlights of who signed where because um, Will, Will Fuller signs with the Dolphins. Giving to a downfield weapon. You like that one? Yeah. He needed somebody. Got out uh, of Texas. Yeah. Good for him, right? Now that the fiasco happening with the Texans right now with the charges that are potentially, which is, I don't, I don't even want to like. Those are crazy. I don't want to <laughs> talk crazy. too much about that because I don't, we don't know all the facts. I just, I will say it's, it's interesting to me that right now all the charges, I can't even say charges, they're not charges, they're lawsuits. So there's a big difference. So far, what's happening to Deshaun Watson, it's people suing him for money, not people suing him to put him in jail. There's been no formal charges by the police. So that's all this is. It's 20 different women have come out and filed criminal laws. I mean, uh, not criminal, but uh, civil lawsuits against him. And I'll be honest with you. Look, I'm. If this is true, go to jail. If it's true, and he's been sexually harassing women, I do believe he should get in, in the trouble for it. If this is not true, I believe that the people send who, those women to jail. I, I believe somebody needs to get in trouble, but we're we're not going to dabble in that. We're not going to talk about that because we don't have all the facts and. It's not right to talk about something when you don't know all the facts. So I'll just, we're going to bypass that part. Um, so Kenny Galladay signs uh, four years, $72 million with the Giants, giving Daniel Jones a receiver finally since they got rid of Odell Beckham. You like that one? He, I mean, Steph? I guess. Because all we really have is Golden Tate. And he's... They don't have Golden Tate anymore. Oh, well. So you Kenny Galladay is definitely their weapon. Andy Dalton to the Bears. I don't like that one. Well, they swung and they missed. They tried to trade for – they tried to give up a lot of stuff to try to trade for Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks did not choose to do that trade. Good it's job, another, Seattle. Yeah, well, they, they, that's still an issue. We'll have to talk about that at some point, but that appears to still be an issue. Uh, mm -hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster apparently turns down money from, like, the Ravens and the Chiefs and goes back to Pittsburgh – it's like a one-year deal with Pittsburgh. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I he don't turn down the Chiefs. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly, I don't know that for sure, but supposedly he does that. Um, mm. I don't necessarily love it. I think Juju spends too much time dancing and TikToking. 
that he does actually playing, plus his quarterback is aging pretty rapidly. Sammy Watkins signs with the Ravens. What do you think of that? Yeah. They yeah, what? You like that? Uh, Baltimore needed that. Yeah. They have no one. Um, I know they got Hollywood Brown, but he hasn't played very well. Um, so if Sammy still has enough in the tank, we haven't seen him a ton the last couple of years in Kansas City. I mean, he was doing stuff, but the bright shining stars in Kansas City have been Travis Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill. So he's been there, but he's been more of a um, role player. So let's see if he can play first overall. Mitch Strabinski takes a backup spot for the Bills. What do you think of that? Mm-mm. You don't like don't, that? Not for Strabinski. Well, where Buffalo, else would he have gone? I'm not sure. There, I mean, there weren't many other spots, and there was definitely not I mean, anybody. He could try to go to Cincinnati. I mean, they're quarterbacks. They have Joe Burrow. Hurt. He's still hurt. Yeah, but he's going to be back. I mean, you're going to get at least a couple of weeks worth of playing time. Nah, I don't know about that. I think Joe Bur- they said Joe Burrow's ahead of schedule, so he might be ready to go. Uh, Kyle Rudolph goes to the Giants, giving Daniel Jones another weapon. Kenyon Drake going to the Raiders. Come on, I, I don't know, man. That hurts Josh Jacobs fantasy-wise. I'm kind of like – Come on, Gruden. I, I don't know what Gruden's technically doing. We'll have to uh, talk to Uncle Chris Ew. about that. Because the Raiders, signed, the Raiders signed Kenyon Drake, but they also signed Ngaku for their defensive line, admitting yeah. that they really missed on that Cleveland Farrell pick a couple years ago out of Clemson. They really missed on that draft pick. That hurts him. That's uh, good Curtis, sign. Curtis Samuel goes to the Redskins, giving them a number two uh, next to McLaurin. Yeah. Who, they're they're steadily building. Who's uh Who did they just sign? Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick signed with the – uh, the red, not the Redskins, Washington, Washington football team. I even wrote Redskins it's on my magic. Sheet. I even wrote Redskins. I really got to stop. <laughs> doing that. It it's is been a whole season, Dad. Come on. I know, but my entire life it was one word. Now it's something else, and I'm readjusting. Uh, but now Ryan Fitzpatrick, who will throw the ball downfield without a doubt, has got McLaurin and Curtis Samuel on the other side. That's really good for them. Seahawks, they finally get uh, Russell Wilson, uh, athletic tight end, and Gerald Everett. I, I was sad to see Joe Thune leave uh, the Patriots. He and Kyle Long signed with the Chiefs, maybe anchoring their interior linemen. I don't know what they're going to do at uh, tackles because they're still missing, but they released both tackles, Schwartz and Eric Fisher. So After that Super Bowl, I would too. Well, they were hurt. They didn't even play the Super Bowl. They were both hurt. So they had to get new ones, but they saved some money there. Trent Williams for the 49ers signs the biggest uh, contract of any offensive lineman in history. At like 33 years old, he signs the like a six-year mega $100 million deal. Yeah. I, I he from what I understand, far. he's he's very he's very freaky athletic. So. He's good and all, but I mean that's a long time. He's already 33. He'll be that, like 40. He'll he'll be 39. That's that's how that six year deal with at thirty three years old six years that would be thirty nine. You're you're taking high school math. You should be able to do thirty three <laughs> plus six. We do nothing but graphs. Do I need to put it on a graph for you to figure it out? Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see, the, we see the Jets. The Jets finally made some moves. They draft and uh, draft. They signed Carl Lawson <laughs> and then they also signed wide receiver Corey Davis. <laughs> Uh, so they get some pass rush and maybe get like that. 
maybe get a uh, a number one receiver. I don't know if Corey Davis is technically a number one. I guess he's going to be their number one. He will uh, be in New York. Yeah, it's putting him next to Denzel Mims and maybe if they keep Jameson Crowder, depending on the cost. Finally, someone Darnold could turn to. Yeah. Corey Lindsley leaves the Packers and goes to the Chargers. All-pro center. I mean, Pro Bowl center, they, they, they lose him because they refuse to pay. I can understand why Aaron Rodgers is always mad. And, uh, <laughs> Move on. This, he can't. He's under contract. Uh, um, demand a trade. Yeah, you know how much dead money they'd have? They'd have like $30 million of dead money. That's probably why they're not doing it. Somebody give it. <laughs> and the, well, you, That's not what I mean. No matter if they trade him or not, the Packers would have dead money. That's yeah. It counts against the cap. And then uh, Bud Dupree coming off his injury signs with the Titans, giving them a pass rush that they've been looking for if he can get healthy. Okay. I like now, that one. You and I are now going to get to our biased portion of the coverage of free agency, okay? Hooray. Our biased portion. We're going to discuss our team. You and I are both Patriots fans. We're going to discuss everything that we saw. Now, all right, I, I bypassed this, and I need to hit this. <laughs> Tom Brady restructures his deal. And they managed to bring back everybody, every starter from this pro, I mean, the Super Bowl team that they had. All twenty-two starters from the Super Bowl team are back for the Bucks. Good they, job. They managed to tag Chris Godwin, re-sign Leonard Fournette for like a one-year, four million dollar deal, and Dominican Sue comes back. They re-sign Shaq Barrett. They extend Levante David. They bring back everybody. And they still get draft picks this year. Shout out to them for doing something amazing. They have a chance to repeat and get Tom Brady's eighth. But now that we said that. Huh? I have them as my favorite to win it all. I could understand why. If Brady Um, can still throw. He looks like he can. He he looks pretty amazing for his his age and what he's doing. All right, so now we get to our team, the Patriots, okay? So we saw – we saw Patrick Chung retires. I, I don't blame him. He uh, he sat out last year with COVID-related. He decided to sit out uh, after playing 11 seasons. He's now decided to hang up his cleats and retire. So that means, I mean, Patrick Chung, when he was at had his best, at his in his prime, he was used to take away guys like Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gates. He was used to take away the tight end and uh, really, really headhunt in the middle. He was He was great at his job. Now we've lost him, so there's a there's a big void to fill. Uh, we've lost a few guys here and there. Like I said, we lost Joe Thune. Um, we lost a few guys, but man, I want I want to talk about who they came, who they brought back. All right, let's go, Bill, spending all the money, dude. Talk about yes, dude. Finally, spending money is kind of weird. So <laughs> they managed to re-sign center David Andrews. Man, that was huge. Uh, he was Good an undrafted guy that we managed to bring in, and Bill's, Bill developed him through Dar- Dante Scarnecchia, unbelievable offensive line coach. Miss him desperately. Um, brought back David Andrews the day after they traded or they signed Ted Karras, a former uh, Patriot who had played one year in Miami, bring him back to now have a backup center. They also bring back Kyle Van Noy, who – I don't even know why he got cut in, in Miami. Uh, so now they got Kyle Van Noy back. They re-signed Nick Folk to kick. Then uh, we see that they start bringing – they re-signed Dietrich Wise for the defensive line. Uh, they managed to somehow re-sign Lawrence Guy for our defensive line. Like I said, they brought back Cam Newton. They traded for Trent Brown, 
huge for us the year last time we won the Super Bowl uh, doing left tackle. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to play right tackle or left tackle as a monster of a man. He's like 6'8", 6'9", 350 pounds. He's a beast. Then we start getting to the free agency stuff that we saw happen. He signs. We we haven't had a tight end since Rob Gronkowski retired. And even at Rob, at the end for Rob, he wasn't playing great. He signs two tight ends. He brings in Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, which is incredible to me. So it it reminds me of the years – you weren't really paying attention to football that much at that time, but that reminds me of the time when they had Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, that's what it's going to kind of look like to me. Johnny Smith doing that more mobile uh, quarter, mobile tight end kind of look. They bring in Nelson Aguilar at wide receiver and Kendrick Bourne. Aguilar is going to be the deep threat. He's got the speed. If his hands work good, I'll never forget that. Uh, that clip that they have on the internet where the guy's talking about how they were throwing babies out this burning building, they were catching them. And the guy pauses, looks at the camera and go in, in Philadelphia, looks at the camera and goes, unlike Aguilar and looks at, <laughs> Oh my gosh, that if you've not seen that video, I need to send that to you and show that to you. But that Please is a funny it. video. That's how much he was kind of, um, I guess of a disappointment while in his time in Philly, but it wasn't in Philly. Well, true. But then he, he had a kind of a recovery year last year in uh, Oakland. They bring in Jalen Mills, who's going to be kind of a versatile guy, probably play Patrick Chung's role. Matthew Judon. We get Matthew Judon for pass rush. Dude, I'm kind of excited about that. Defense. Yeah, right. Another guy, uh, Davin Godshaw. I think I'm saying that right. I probably am saying that wrong. I've never heard of them. Right. I had not really heard of him either. He's uh, he's from Miami as well, a nose tackle. Um so it looks like we're going to be able to play some more 3-4 this year. Um, actually, when you go on ESPN and look at the uh, the depth chart, now it's just projection. Bill likes to play multiple defenses. So just because they have projected to be a 3-4 does not mean they'll always be a 3-4. But imagine that 3-4 where you've got – they've also signed Henry Anderson from the Jets uh, to play defensive line. So they the projection for the defensive line was uh, left end was like uh, Lawrence Guy, right end Henry Anderson – and Godshaw in the middle, and then your linebackers were Judon, Hightower, Kyle Van Noy, and Juwan Bentley. And then you're going back to the back end. You got Gilmore and J.C. Jackson playing corner. Maybe Jalen Mills. Uh, in McCourty. Mills, and it was maybe the McCourty brothers at the back end playing safety or something like that. Like I'll be honest with you, it's gonna look great. I am. Uh, I am very excited to see. Uh, the team that he's put together, I think that we can compete with the Dolphins for second place in the division. Um, Not with Buffalo. I, I am willing to admit I'm willing to concede right now because Josh uh, Allen is playing so good. If they can come back and play anything like they played this year, they're probably going to win the division. So we're probably playing for a wild card unless Cam blows it up. I mean, the style of offense that we have right now is going to look like uh, we could do a lot of power run. We could do a lot of uh, mixing and matching. Uh, it just depends on can Cam throw. No. I mean, I know he's not great at it. But, okay, so we also saw uh, a trade, two trades uh, yesterday. So we saw Miami. No, not Miami. Excuse me. Yes, Miami trade the number three pick. They trade the number three pick to the uh, 49ers 
and drop all the way down to 12 and they get a couple first rounders and a third rounder and this kind of stuff. They Miami was stockpiling picks there. Then Miami trades back up to six, which almost didn't make sense, but they trade back up to six. And now <laughs> the Phillies down at 12. So now this is really, this is really playing around with some things here. So, all right. Yeah. Draft wise all along, it's been Trevor Lawrence at number one. There is no one else. Okay. That's everybody saying Trevor Lawrence, number one, no matter what. I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense. He's played, he's had a great three years at Clemson. We see uh, Zach Wilson has an unbelievable pro day, uh, has an unbelievable pro day yesterday or the day before. Everybody's foaming at the mouth. Um, it looks really like the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson at the two. If they don't, I'll kind of be shocked. But it looks like they're going to take Zach Wilson at the two. I don't know what that means for Sam Darnold. If they're going to hold on to him or if they're going to trade him. Um, at this point, I don't think they're going to be able to get a first-round pick. I think they've waited too long. So the Jets could be doing that. Then we get to, huh? Deshaun, do it. Know. The the Texans aren't willing to talk about it, a trade right now. So that's the only reason it probably hasn't happened. The Texans just aren't willing to do it. So now we get to the third pick. The 49ers have it now. Uh, they got Jimmy G in the locker room as their starting quarterback at this moment, but it looks like the only reason you trade up and give up three first-rounders is you're going to take a quarterback. You don't do that for Kyle Pitts or a wide receiver. So now it comes down to if just, if uh, not just if Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are off the board, you're the 49ers at the number three pick. You have three guys that you're potentially looking at. You've got Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and a lot of people are talking about Mac Jones at that third pick. What do you think they should do? Fields. Fields? Fields. I could see it. I mean, that's the only reason I could see. Uh, I've heard they're really fascinated with Trey Lance. I know that Kyle Shanahan I... also likes Mac Jones, but there's no way in my mind that you trade up to the number three pick to get Mac Jones. I just don't believe not, it. Not for Mac Jones. No, I don't believe that. So then if they take Mac, say they take Justin Fields. Lana's at four. They need a quarterback long-term. Matt Ryan restructured his contract, but he's still a lot of money. Should they take Trey Lance or should they get Matt Ryan a weapon and try to run, win one more? Or win one, excuse me. I think they're too far into the rebuild to try to go win it. I think you get the quarterback, yeah. So then that would have them possibly taking Trey Lance, who's definitely not yeah. ready to play, so he'd be sitting. But that's perfect. That would be perfect. You know, Ryan's got one more year or two. You got Trey Lance sitting, kind of pulling a Jordan Love, just chilling in the wings. (laughs) You got the Bengals at five. Uh, The Bengals at five. They're probably going to take an offensive lineman, but they They need to potentially get uh, a receiver or something. But say they take Pene Sewell at five. Say they take Sewell at five. Can you say that name again? Pene Sewell, the offensive tackle. out of Oregon, you never man. I got to get you on Mel Kuyper's draft stuff. Yeah, please do. Okay, I so know no other player. Say they take Sewell at five, so they get a tackle to protect Joe Burrow. The uh, Miami Dolphins have traded back in. Now they're back at six. What should they do at six? They just signed Will Fuller. Take Mister Heisman. Really? All right. So that's your first receiver off the board is is Devonte. Mister Heisman. I don't, I don't know, man. I think he's too small. He's like a hundred. Any receiver. 
He's 175, he's 170 pounds. He weighs less than I do. Think about that. He weighs less than I do. He weighs granted, more than me, so. Granted, I'm a little on the fat side at this point. <laughs> so weird now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're supposed to be 5'9", 180, but whatever. We're working on it. Drinking a whole lot of water. This water bottle's massive. I'm getting sick and tired of seeing it. It's bigger than my head. It is, and your head is huge. <laughs> i can't deny it yeah you're a michaelson you, you can't do that yeah uh so then it's six they I, I i don't i don't think they should take smith i think they should take jamar chase i really do or they should take kyle pitts i think they need to take a true difference maker i think um i think any of them work Devonte makes me think of Deshaun Jackson Deshaun Jackson when in his prime was unbelievable but I don't know who did this. what you know who yeah, Deshaun Jackson is? Uh-uh. Oh, man, I got to get you some tape on him. Let's just say <laughs> that there's multiple uh, videos of him with a touchdown in sight, dropping the ball at the half-yard line. Multiple, multiple clips of him doing that. That reminds you, Mr. Heisman? Well, just size-wise. It's, it's size and speed, what it comes down to. If that's Deshaun Mr. Jackson, Heisman, don't take him. Deshaun Jackson just signed somewhere. I can't think of where that is now. Still in the league. He's still in the league. He just signed somewhere. I can't. I gotta look it up. I can't remember. So that's what's going on. I'm. I'm getting excited. Me and you. We're gonna do a mock draft soon. Soon we get a little closer. I think we got about. I think three weeks. Not quite. Not quite three weeks until the NFL draft or something like that. Mid April. So make sure we're gonna have to make sure we do a, a competition. Me, you, and Chris. And we'll put it out there. Anybody else who wants to get involved and. Uh, see who can get the most picks right. I bet hey, you a dollar I won't. Are you are you putting money on it? I'm saying I won't. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We we tried to make a uh, me you and your brother. We tried to make a, a wager on the ACC tournament, and then two two teams Ooh. got knocked out with COVID, so we didn't even get to complete it. Because I mean, I know I was going to win, but I just you know, nah. Whatever. I got whatever. the whole first round right. Those are basically playing games. That doesn't even count. They were worth one point apiece. All right. Did I get them all right? No, but I, no. I'm not worried about that. I knew I, had, <laughs> I knew I had the games down the line. That's what mattered. All right, man. Well, look, I had fun today. Did you have fun recording? Absolutely. All right. Tell the people bye. We'll see them next time. <laughs> I'm going to do it different every time. <laughs>